I just want you to know I'm proud of you. I respect everybody that hustles. And you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm here today to fuck with you and just get the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Uh, like we were saying a little bit earlier that, uh, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people know you. You know what I mean? A lot of people know Big Cree. A lot of, like, you you, you know a lot of people are, are, like, in all kinds of different cities and stuff. But uh, how did Big Cree start it, man? Like, how how did, when was the year that you started? And, and you know, how, how did, how did, the name Big Cree, you know, how did you create that name? How did you start it, basically? Okay, well, basically, there's two different stories. Like, I was Cree way before I was rapping. Mm -hmm. A lot, okay, we're on the Mr. Pox podcast, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm gonna lay it all on y'all. I hope y'all got a motherfucking earful because we finna get it in. All right, look, Cree, originally, back in the, you know, we probably around the same age, more or less, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm 30 years old, you know what I'm saying? I'm an 80s baby. So back in the day when we was younger, um, with the, you know, gangbanging was real. It wasn't like this fruity shit it is today. Like shit was real in the battlefield. You couldn't walk through certain neighborhoods. You couldn't you know, move the way people move now. And uh, basically back then, you know, I started clicking up with some guys and uh, doing graffiti at a young age and skateboarding. And uh, it basically came down to, um, you know, when I would do my graffiti, uh, I, I want to say, I don't remember what tag name I had officially first, but one way or another, I was just real good at bombing with the ease as I would get up and throw, you know, I wasn't, I was more fire with the graph writing, but you know, I could do the quick bubble throw ups. Mm. And when I would do those, I was good with ease. I would practice all my letters and I was good with K's and it just kind of came together the Cree. And I was like, you know, back in the gang banging graffiti days, it was, it wasn't odd to have like a weird name spelled, different backwards forward with a K not with a C you know what I'm saying so yeah. that's really where I came up with Cree it was just really uh, uh some graffiti letters that I put together and it was a name that was unique that you know because back in those days there was a lot of jokers and a lot of you know what I'm saying like, like common uh gangbanging names magic uh you yeah. know bullshit so like I wanted to be and shit like that fighter, yeah yeah so I wanted to be different so I came up with Cree and then like it just grew on me to where after the phase where I was just a tagger and a gangbanger and a skateboarder, I went more into the street streets and uh, the, like gangbanging for real at first when you're younger, it's just kind of graffiti getting up, you know, but then it's like, okay, you know, you cross me out, you know, what's up, you know, square up, you know what I mean? Like I went to probably every middle school you could think of. I went to, I want to say nine different schools growing up, 10, 11, like every year, we moved somewhere by the end of the year, you know, I grew up poor, poor, you know what I'm saying? So my mom would be like, Hey, they're raising the rent on us. We moving. And I was young. I couldn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, going to new schools and having to meet new people all the time, it was like, you know, I was always a new kid. I was always the one that 
You know, I didn't know where to sit. I didn't know wherever. And I guess that's where I learned today how to talk to people and not be shy and not give a fuck what people think or nothing and how I move because I've always been uh, by myself. You know what I'm saying? And um, basically with the whole thing with the Creed, by the time I started gangbanging, like, you know, it was Creed. You know what I'm saying? It was Creed. Back then I was just Creed. And I started rapping. I started rapping in about high school, my high school days, basically from middle school, you know, boys in the hood story. My mom dropped me off to live with my dad uh, when I was in ninth grade and she dropped me off on the West side in the 207 hood. And uh, I ended up going to Fox tech. And that's when I started banging heavy, like in the streets, like getting out there, listening to more of the rap culture and getting into the freestyling and, and the Swisher house. And then the SUT was big back then. And, and you know what I'm saying? Nothing but the underground uh, CDs floating around. And, you know, and that's really um, where I started. I've always been in Creed, you know what I'm saying? From the, from the, the young kid that was just trying to do graffiti to the gang banging in the streets, to the fucking uh, music. And that's when I became big Creed, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's, you know, the name Creed came all the way back. Like, you know, it's really a lot more to it, but you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to take up the whole interview just talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. And that's, uh, that's one thing that I, we always talk about it, man. I always, I like every, every guest that I have, I, I let them know like OGs and you know, the, the new artists too, that some of these new artists, man, they, they, they do all this, this crazy shit, man, you know, and, and they're putting it on social media and stuff, you know, because they want to get that credit, you know what I mean? They, they want to fucking, you know, get people to recognize them as, like you were saying, that you had to do this and you had to go through the struggle, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. the difference with us, like you, that you said that you went through all this uh, different faces, man, that, you know, that now, let's say you're not doing that, but you, you can rap about it because you used to do all that. You went through all the, you know what I mean, through all the struggle and shit. Most definitely, bro. When I say, hey, I was kicking those way back in 06, like these are all facts. And you could ask anybody that really knows me. And this is the thing about me, though, right? A lot of people might be like, I know Creed, but I only know him from, you know, the music or from here or popped up. Like a lot of people don't really know my childhood. There's a lot of people who do. But mind you, I went to different schools like every year. Like, for instance, in elementary, I went to three schools. And then I remember... uh, I think it was, I, I remember going to Price for like on the South side from like second, third to fourth. That was the longest I've ever went to school at one school. And uh, uh, I ended up at Adams Elementary. Like my story is long, bro. Like I grew up with a lot of different people and a lot of people trip out and they see me now. They're like, bro, like you're that kid from the fucking playground. And I'm like, yeah, that's me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, even before Creek, but uh, I went to middle school, right? So I started sixth grade. At Tara Wells, I was on the South Side. You know, I, I rep the South Side a lot of my music because I'm really bred from the South Side, but I was also raised on the West Side. But really, I'm from everywhere, you know. But growing up like that, I had uh, it was just my mom and my big brother. He's ten years older than me, so like I didn't have cousins, aunts, uncles. We were a small family. You know what I'm saying? I didn't meet my dad till I was uh, twelve. You know what I'm saying? And then I started seeing my dad like a weekend dad. So like. You know, growing up, you know, it, it was like, you know, my mom was always worked hard, never was a drug addict, you know, put that out there. You know what I'm saying? Like my mother uh, did very well as far as teaching me manners and how to be respectful and how to not depend on people and move around and grind for yourself. But uh, yeah, basically a uh, sixth grade, I went to Tara Wells. 
for one year. Then we moved to the North Central, and my mom took me to uh, – I had to go to Whittier. And when I went to Whittier, that's when in the North Central, we lived in a neighborhood right there where there was, like, nothing but skaters and gangbangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody that was, like, you know, you got your gangbangers on the South Side, West Side. But by the time, like, at this age, like, I was realizing what it was. And yeah. that's when I started skateboarding and shit. And fucking I was going to Whittier in the North Central, and uh, I was seeing uh, fights, you know what I'm saying, at the ditch, you know. After school, you know, I would hang out the ditch because I would go skateboard, you know, with my homies and I'd do graffiti and shit. So fuck it. Just do that, you know what I'm saying? Like I was there for one year, then uh I want to say two years. I went to, to Whittier, sixth, seventh grade. No, seventh grade. And then eighth grade, eighth grade, check this out. I went to uh Dwight. My mom moves me back to like the circle hood out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like out of nowhere, I'm I'm kid, you know, I'm like barely a teenager at that that time. Yeah. And she moved me to the circle, but I go to Dwight for half a year. Then I go back to Whittier, like mm-hmm. back to the North Central. And by this time, my homies are like, Oh, you're back. And I'm like, you know, what's up? You know, more, more, more. so I go into high school, and uh, mind you, even when I went to fucking Whittier. In uh, uh, seventh grade, I failed and I had to go to summer school. And I used to fucking skip with uh, uh, two homeboys. I don't remember who they are. They, if they see this, they'll probably be like, oh, that's him. But we used to walk, do 30 seconds where you squab in the middle of the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, used to fucking uh, um, drink, like, share like an MD and walk to fucking uh, uh, summer school. We used to go to Horseman. You know what I'm saying? Like, or we used to do, like, bro, I'd have been everywhere. Every school you could think of. When I went to Horseman, it was all the other schools that were going to summer school. You know what I'm saying? So after that, like I said, I went to motherfucking uh, uh, back to Whittier. But then when high school started, uh, I finished eighth grade in, in fucking uh, uh, Longfellow. You know what I'm saying? So I went back to Whittier, then to Longfellow. Longfellow, I go to Jeff. That's the, the area right there, right? I go to Jeff for two days. And uh, I'm in Jeff, you know, checking shit out. Boom, all of a sudden, my mom says, we're moving to the country. Man, she moves me to Lake Hills, Texas, like going towards Bandera because yeah. my, my big brother had a baby with this uh, uh, white lady out here. You know what I'm saying? Like his baby mother, rest in peace. But uh, yeah, and they moved us to this hick town, bro. And it's nothing but fucking Monte and like just super like old school racist. You know, this is back like 9-9. You know what I'm saying? Like this is back in the day. So fucking I go there. My mom, because my mom moved me out the hood because I was already getting into shit, gang banging, coming home, fighting. She would find the folders with the graffiti. Like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After that, when I went back from uh, uh, um, to the country, I'm taking a bus in the middle of the country going to Bandera High School. You know what I'm saying? Ninth grade. And fucking I'm there and every everybody's white. You know what I'm saying? And back then there wasn't like no cool white people. Like everybody was just like, it was just country, like straight hick, cowboy motherfuckers you know what i'm saying motherfuckers yeah. with horses to school bro like this was back in the day nine nine i never forget that's around the time uh, uh little troy dropped sitting fat down south and want to be a baller and all that shit because that moment all them white boys was banging that that whole album you know what i'm saying like it was just a new world to me anyways we go from ninth grade um my mom tells me you're getting too much trouble out here in the country we're gonna fucking uh i'm gonna drop you off with your dad she drops me back off in San Antonio on Frio and uh, uh, 
Frio in Colorado. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. right up the street from the, the county. And that's when I went to Fox Tech. I get to Fox Tech. Um, I link up with some cats, start gangbanging off the rip. Wow, 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 wow. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people know me from Tech, mainly. I get kicked out of Tech for fighting. And um, basically, well, basically, I went to Tech for two more years, 10th, 10th grade, 11th grade. Um, I went there my senior year as well. I failed. And I even went to Positive Solutions, which was the school that would send all the gangbangers to, like the fuck-ups and shit, right? So I went over there, and then fucking uh, um, I graduated from there. So, like, you know, you want to talk about, like, where were you from, what school you grew up at, who you know, you know what I'm saying? Bro, there it is in the motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, basically. And uh, like I said, because I, I know I was telling you a couple of days back when I messaged you that uh, I was watching one of your battles. When, when you were, like, moving up and down, like, that's when you started like rapping and stuff, but were you battling? Like, you know, were you, were you battling? You started battling when you were like moving from school to school and stuff, or, or it was just, just what you thought, like, I, I, I really didn't start rapping. Cause I could tell you what I was into at what certain era, but I mean, I would be here forever, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I you might as well buy the big Creek book coming soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, basically, you know, the era I started rapping is when my mother, See, when I lived in the country uh, with all the white boys, right, I would take the bus from Lake Hills, Texas, the school bus, to uh, Bandera, Texas. And that's where I went to school. It was a 30-minute ride, and they dropped me back off in the little hick town. One way in, one way out, right? Yeah. At that, at that time, bro, in that little hick town, I had two good homeboys, one dude named Josh and this dude named JR. I believe JR was like... He was like black and white, but he was dark skin. I always thought he was Mexican. I don't know. But at the time, he was a good friend of mine. And he put me on to like, uh, he was from Houston. And his dad sent him to live with his mother out there in the country. You know what I'm saying? So we kind of had the same story. And I ain't seen this guy in probably like, bro, like since high school. I'd like to know what he's up to nowadays. But this dude put me on to SPM, to Screw, to all that shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, by the time I went back, my mom said, all right, you're fucking up because me and that dude was doing dirt in the country. So yeah. my mom said, you're fucking up. Uh, I'm going to send you to live with your dad. And I'm right there in the middle of the west side. You know what I'm saying? The 207 at the Parkside Apartments with my pops. And fucking uh, from there, I went to tech. And by the time already, I knew how to freestyle because my homeboy from the country would rap. He would never get me to rap, but I would see him freestyle at, at the white boy school at, at, in Bandera. And fucking, uh, uh, he would be battling white boys and shit. And I would just kind of like, I never got into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just liked the music. I was like, cool. I like rap, but I'm not a rapper. You know, I was, I was more in the ICP at that time. I was like, I was a skater and shit before that, you know? So yeah. I was like, cool. And, uh, but nah, he really put me onto the music. So when I went to Fox Tech um, and I started like meeting a few people from the hood, this goes into the whole origin of, of how Big Creed became a rapper. I had uh, a good friend named Nathan Gary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was a uh, uh, black dude. You know what I'm saying? My best friend, bro, like at the time, because I just moved from the country and I didn't know nobody in the hood right there at the moment. You know what I'm saying? I was more uh, raised on the South side. So I didn't know nobody from the West side, really. And he had the same story, too, that uh, his, his somebody, uh, he was back and forth between his pops and his mom. And his mom lived in the apartments next to mine. And we just happened to have class together. And I would always have the Walkman with the Swisher House CDs 
uh, the, uh, the bomb still lit, 2K, the Freestyle Kings. And um, one way or another, I'm going to a new school. Like I said, I've always gone to new schools. And homeboy had his walk in with the CDs. And I was like, hey, what's that? You know, he's like, this is this. He had some Swisher House, too. And, you know, Chameleon. And he put me on to a lot of shit, too. Yeah. So I was like, hey, man, yeah, well, where you staying? I'm like, at the at the Parkside uh, uh, Apartments across from Frio. Like, it's I walk. He's like, I walk home, too. He's like, you chief? And I was like, yeah, chief. So my homeboy, Nate G, Nathan Gary, bro, um, we would walk and he would be freestyling just off the head. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just one, one, one. And I was always just like, cool, you know, I like rap, but I'm not a rapper. Like, all right, cool, that's cool. And um, just one day, bro, we got real close and uh, he would take me to different hoods and he would have sessions with all these black dudes, like to the east side, you know what I mean? And, you know, I was the only Mexican dude. And back then it was like taboo, you know, for have any type of Mexican rapper, especially in the early 2000s, you know what I'm saying? Like, at, at, I was at school, like, they didn't take me serious until you spit, you know what I mean? To this day, some people look at me, I've never heard me. They look at me, they're like, oh, this fool can't spit. Fuck him up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is what. But uh, yeah, basically, old boy started freestyling. Uh, well, he had been freestyling. That was his thing. And one day he tells me, he's like, hey, bro, you need to start rapping. And you know what I'm saying? Like, he he really gave me the sauce, like the juice and, you know, all that. Because, like, back then I was still kind of a, a, a rocker type skater dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot of phases in life, but I list, I like rap music. And he really like taught me how to dress and like, you know what I'm saying? Like how to dance and everything. He'd be like, hey bro, you know, we're gonna go to this teen club, you know, when we were young, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, that was the first time when I was a teenager that I went to a club and, you know, and I was up there doing my dance and you know what I mean? Like I learned a lot from this guy. And basically he told me one day, uh, you know, the old school clocks, the big old brown ones. Yeah. Okay. He, the radio would be playing. And back then Ludacris had that throw them bows at that time. You know what I'm saying? And I remember that shit was playing. He was freestyling over it. And I, what she always did, and I'm just chilling, like, and he's like, all right, go ahead, Cree. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, and I'm like, nah. And he's like, bro, it don't matter if you don't rhyme or what you say don't make sense. Just say it just so you get the pattern, the rhythm. And when he told me that, I was like, fuck it. And I tried it. And I'll never forget, bro. I spit some whack shit. But that same day we walked home from school, he would, he would go acapella and just rap about shit around, you know what I'm saying? And then one day he told me to do it. And I was like, well, fuck it. I already tried it. And fucking, uh, I had this bootleg FUBU hat and, uh, um, there was a fucking, uh, a, a brown bag in the street and it had, I opened it and had a hubcap. I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, you know, with the hubcap and the bootleg FUBU hat, like just spitting some bullshit. And my home, like, yeah, you got the idea. Then when we were walking home from school, he would beatbox and fucking, uh, uh, um, he would want, okay, he'd be uh, telling me, like, you need to learn how to beatbox, so whenever fucking, you know what I'm saying, like, I could rap while you beatbox, because basically, you know, when I was, when he got me into rhyming, he would beatbox for me, and fucking, you know, that's when he'll be like, alright, Cree, spit a flow, spit a flow, and that's when I would come off, and, you know what I'm saying, he's like, okay, now you gotta learn how to beatbox, so you can backdoor, and, and you know, do that for me, and I learned. So what we would do is we'd walk home from school and old boy would fucking hit the beatbox and I would freestyle. We would do like four, eight bars, some shit. And then fucking I, he would stop beatboxing. I would beatbox and he would rap. And we would just do that and do that. And like, really like, yeah, man, that cat helped me. Like, he, it's like he took me through like a, uh, like through school with the rhyming. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he like breaking the ice. 
Yes, bro. Yes, bro. Like, I was not, never in my life that I want to be a rapper, bro. I'm God, bro. I wanted to be a rocker, bro. I used, back in the day, bro, I used to be in a band, bro. I played the bass guitar, a whole bunch of extra shit. But yeah, bro, like, never did I want to be a rapper. Like, never was my life dream. Like, I want to be a rapper and cap on people. Like, never that, bro. It, it just, it just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit just happened, bro. Hell yeah, Cree. And, uh, like I said, we go a little bit forward that, uh, again, like what I was saying that you, you started free, you started battling, man, you were battling and you were on that a hat, man, that a hat was popping at that time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The a hat, uh, uh, a hat was a Las Vegas league. Yeah. And, um, at that time they were like the third biggest battle league in the world. Like they fucking, they were, they were pumping millions of views like independently. Cause basically with battle rap, you have, smack and smack is number one you know what i'm saying yeah. and your murder move uh you're gonna find guys like calico t-top briz rothstein fucking all kinds of cats disaster you're gonna find the best of the best on smack the street rappers you know what i mean but then there's other leagues like king of the dot king of the dot is like the international the canadian battle rappers and all that crazy shit because it's a canadian league but they have a west coast league and like, you know, that's what it was. Smack, King of the Dot. And at one point, A-Hat was like right fucking there uh, yeah. to them. And what was crazy about A-Hat is like they didn't have battlers coming in from all over the world like Smack, King of the Dot. And then there was one called Grind Time. Really, and Grind Time was way, like way long time ago. And um, they had people coming from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But that's where uh, Hollow came out of, right? Hollow? Yeah, Hollow came out of Grind Time, bro. He ended up at Smack. It was like levels. You know what I'm saying? I interviewed Hollow a couple of months back. No shit. Yeah. And I hit him up. I, I didn't think he was going to fucking, because I've been like, you know, like I always comment on his shit. And, he, you know, I, I watch Battle Rap Tamien and uh, I messaged him. I, I sent him a message and he hit me back. He's like, I was like, oh shit. And I was like, hey man, you think I can have you in my podcast? He's like, fuck yeah, man. And so if, if you want to check out the interview, you know, I, I, I fucking Hollow, man. He showed love. So you already have it up? Yeah, it's, it's already on the channel. Sure, you gotta send me the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Pero, este, so you were battling, and it's a battle like when you started battling there, like you just, did you sign up or somebody hooked you up or, or since you were freestyling shit, they're like, hey, you should battle. Like, how did you uh, went into the eight hat? Okay, with the battling shit, okay. So basically back to where I started from uh, with my homeboy Nate G, right? He got me into rapping, right? Cool. Um, Eventually after that, um, I just started doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we did a lot of stuff together, but we lost connection for a few years. I think he moved up to uh, Louisiana, uh, Georgia or something like that. Like, or he's, he's, I know he resides in Georgia now, but anyways, after that, like it was either like, do I stop rapping or, you know what I'm saying? Like, but nah, I just kept it moving. And uh, I was fucking around with some other people's back then. But by the time I got into the battle rap, I had already, this is 2010, I already had the mic pass out, the Latin mic pass where I had everybody that was in San Antonio that was from the underground on one song. You know what I'm saying? I, I know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. And uh, we were in front of the Alamo, like right when the first mic pass came out, not the radio one, like we had our own underground one. Or Chris B. Um, yeah, and that went viral back then. Yeah. That motherfucker was already like an 80K, like in like five days. Like, and I think uh, when IROC took it down, it had a quarter million back then. 
and Namek re-uploaded it, and right now it just got to a quarter million. Like, and that was all organic, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, uh, the battle rap core, uh, at the time, he was a battle rapper, and basically he was battling in a league called Texas Battle League, and um, he would, like, show me YouTube videos. We would hang out. He'd be like, look, bro, I just came back from uh, Austin South by Southwest, and I battled this dude, and I bodied him. And I'm like, what do you mean? And fucking, I had seen, like, one or two grind time battles before, or one smack battle, but I never, like, was a huge fan. I was just a, I was still a beginner rapper. Well, not really. At that time, I already had mixtapes out. I've been on the road, all that. No, I was already doing my thing. But, you know, 2010, you know what I mean? I jumped off the porch in 06. So, you know, I was four years in. And fucking uh, Core was like, he shows me the battle and he's wrecking on this dude, you know, acapella. And he's like, and I'm just watching. And he's got like a little bit of YouTube numbers, like a little 5,000 on that battle that came out in a couple of days. And I'm like, the fuck? Like, and in my mind, I was like, fuck it. I think if I do this, it'll help boost my music. You know what I'm saying? I, I never got into battle rap to be a battle rapper, to be the best battle rapper. I only did it to promote my music because at the time I was selling CDs already and that's how I was eating. You know what I'm saying? That's how I was living. You know, I already had four, five, six mixtapes by the time I was battling. So I was already promoting the movement hard. My first battle was a tryout and I was on the main card already um, at the top just for the fact that I had that mic pass out with views. The, yeah. the, the league... When I got in, I had to email the Texas Battle League and the guy uh, behind Texas Battle League, I sent him a video of the mic pass and, you know, whatever his opinion was on it, he saw it had numbers and respected that. And um, my tryout battle was in Austin. I was already on the top of the card and I never fucking battled him. Not battled in my life, but battled in that format. You know what I'm saying? I battled in high school playing around, you know what I'm saying? A little bit, but I never was I no type of battle rapper. I was a freestyler. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Basically, I signed up. Um, I did my tryout battle. I smoked the dude. Bam! And the footage is on my channel. Uh, it's kind of it's dug in there. Type in Big Cree tryout battle. You'll see what I'm talking about. I smoked some dude named Solo Johnson. And yeah. uh, after I smoked that dude, uh, there was this other guy named Mike Melt from the Valley. Shout out to Mike Melt. That's my partner. Um, he smoked some other dude from Odessa. And it was like a tryout out of like 50 dudes. So basically me and him had the best battle. So they're like, okay, we're going to put y'all against each other on the next card with the big dogs. So yeah. we had to come back to Austin at the same venue. And then we battled officially. And that was my first battle, Big Cree versus Mike Mill. And we battled officially with the cameras and, the, and you know, same thing like the trial, but more professional. It was an event. People, there was dudes there that already had names. They were like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, that's gutter. Uh, that's that's a uh, uh, um, franchise. That's fucking, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like these dudes were already like legends in, in, in their city and with the battle shit on the internet. You know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, wow. And um, yeah, me and the dude, Mike Melt, we went head to head. We were the first to battle and we fucking ripped it. Me and him fucking, we ripped each other like to pieces. And at the end of the day, I won the battle by vote, but you know, to keep it a buck, that battle could have went either way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he, bro, he, he, he put in his work that day. It's like you guys didn't even knew each other, right? You just were just. Oh, man. It was like, we was 
we was at the tryout a week before congratulating each other. Like, hey, Creed did your thing. I'm like, hey, bro, you killed that dude. Yeah, you know, it was all love and respect. And then when we battled, bro, bro, it's so nasty, bro. Like the disrespect, you know what I'm saying? But that's part of the battle uh, culture and thing. You know, it's, it's, it's an element of hip hop. You know, if you're an old, you're an old head, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, a true MC, you know that there's uh, elements to hip hop. You know, the breakdancing, the graffiti, the, the MC, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's all part of hip hop. So at the end of the day, people always tell me like, oh, did they said something about your son or like, 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 bro, like they're talking fairy tales, bro. You know how many people right now talk fairy tales about me that don't even know me and like, you think I care? No, I'm getting my money. I'm living my life and I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. blessed. You know what I mean? So there ain't nothing to battle rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. I never thought I'd be good at that shit, bro. But it just happened like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. When I when I saw you the first time I saw you, it was like years ago. You know what I mean? Because I, I I remember I used to see the 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 battles and I saw you and 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 then I found out that you were like from San Antonio. I was like, man, I think I seen them. And I used to, you know, like I used to bump your shit because uh, you used to, you used to be. I don't know if you're still you, you guys are still together, but you used to be with uh Mr. Unico. You were like Los Traficantes, no? Yeah. That was before the battle rap, bro. All that. And that's that's a lot of legendary shit, too. That's why I tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we do this interview. I could, you know what I'm saying, give you time frames. Like, you know, I come from the era back in the day when, you know, it was right before the MySpace, right before the YouTube. Like, everything was new back then, you know. And, and you know, it's kind of hard to see that side of my story from those days. There might be one or two videos online where me and Unico got the dicky suits, and I think I have some on my channel. We're at Rosedale, you know what I'm saying? Doing the fucking Lolo Car Show in 2007, eight. You know what I mean? Like old school shit. But yeah, yeah, most definitely. Hell yeah, man! Like I said, and and I always said it, man. That uh, you know, because we, we got uh, we got we had Third Degree, we have you know like Kali and them, and you know, and and they're pretty known, and you're one of them, man. That that. To me, in my opinion, that you're so underrated, man. Like a lot of people, I think that a lot of people don't give you the the props that you deserve, man. You know what I mean? Because you you you've done a lot, man. And I'm just not saying it because I'm interviewing you. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Look, it's funny you say that because everybody tells me that. Everybody, but you know what? Like, it doesn't bother me because I'll put it to you like this: my lifestyle from back in the day to what it is now yes. has gone always up. I've never, since I've been doing music, bro, I've never fell down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about being legit. I stopped selling dope in 2010. That was my old ways. You know what I'm saying? Since 2010 until now, I've been able to eat off um, the, if you want to call it the rap game, you know, whether it's the business side, the merch, everything, I've been able to make a business off of my shit. And little by little, bro, my journey's been so fucking slow and long, but, you know, I've never gone back. And that's the good thing. You know what I'm saying? So people tell me all the time, like, oh, man, you're underrated, man. They don't know about that creep, bro. But what I see, you know, people from the city tell me that. But when I'm in Houston, when I'm in uh, West Texas, when I'm in the Valley, motherfuckers all the time, like, hey, bro, I appreciate you coming down, bro. Like, you're the only person from San Antonio that, that shows up and comes out here to show us love. You know what I'm saying? And that's no disrespect to nobody else. You know what I'm saying? But let's just keep it a buck. You know what I mean? Like, Every weekend, I'm somewhere. I'm in Houston, in Pearland, at the Bulaga out there grinding, passing out my flyers. Like, what's up, big Are oh, you from San Antonio? That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, everywhere I go, whether I'm in Del Rio, whether I'm Eagle Pass, 
Like I'm moving, shaking and baking every weekend. So, you know, I really see the progression and the fruits of my labor, but you know what I'm saying? Like, like the way business is going, you know what I mean? So like, I really, it, you know, I appreciate the gesture, but when I say, just trust me, it's a process. And like my time's about to happen. And when it happens, you know, when God wants it to happen, it's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I believe in positive energy. I believe in the Lord. You feel me? So I know that I got to work hard and just be patient and consistent, which I've been, and I've seen nothing but results. You know what I'm saying? So it's all good. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm as long as I'm, as long as you're content with yourself when you're living life, bro, you're good. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You feel me? Hell yeah, man. Like I said, because, uh, I mean, it's obvious, like I said, that you're everything you're doing, man, you're doing something right. Like I said, because I mean, you you get a lot of recognition, you know what I mean? And 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 you get a lot of love from the city and from other cities. And you know, I'm pretty sure that fucking feels great, man. Every time you're out there, you're like, you know, you're you're never fucking even if because you know, I know some artists that they get a little bit of fame and they get like a little Hollywood, you know, and and you know, you're on that, on that uh on that on that stage right there that you could be like that but you're not like that you know what I mean? no, not at all bro I, like that's another thing too like i believe in doing good business you know what i'm saying you you gotta understand that i've been in the game since 2006 is when i put out my first project and did my first show right so that's a pro approximately about 14 15 years you could say i'm in the game and i've had my moments like before uh, Facebook and all that when I was young and capping and 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 talking shit and you know what I'm saying and and had my little little Hollywood moment you know but I learned from it you know what I'm saying I, I've been there I've done it I'm at the point right now to where I'm 36 years old right I started doing music when I was 23 22 like seriously yeah I've done nothing but study the aspect of the game and just keep little by little learning and growing with it and growing with it and growing with it to where at the age I'm at now, in a few more years, I don't got to rap if I don't want to rap. You know what I'm saying? I'd make a great fucking manager. You know what I'm saying? I put myself on. I'm my own manager. I'm my own road manager. I'm my own accountant. I do everything by myself. You know what I'm saying? I set up a whole tour by myself, pull up by myself, grind by myself, do the show, go to the hotel by myself come back with the bread you know what i'm saying so it's like i know a lot of aspects of the game and at the end of the day i know i'm gonna be good in the long run and i've been independent this long i own all my masters this long i have no distribution with nobody but myself merch gang music you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like i know in the long run it's gonna pay off you feel me so like i've had my moments when i was uh, uh you know i i seen what with, with, with people with the Hollywood and this and that. And, and I learned that it never takes you far. You know, the average rapper's career lasts three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I'm blessed to be in here a decade plus. I may not be where I want to be, but I'm fucking surprised I made it this far. Like, I never even wanted to be a rapper in the first place, like I said earlier. It wasn't even my, it wasn't even my thing. I was just helping out my homeboy because he wanted to flow and beatbox, you know what I mean? Yeah. Back is Mr. Pop, bitch. Independent till I die. I won't stop. Trick never. Always on my greasy.